Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for our U.S. Sports Wrap with Max Lawton. That's Max Lawton's name that you hear, and he's from Fox Sports. He joins us every single Tuesday to talk U.S. sports. And, wow, it's been a big week, a monumental week over there. Basketball, American football, and, of course, baseball. Let's start Mm. there, Max. Welcome to you. Thank you, Thomas. Baseball. I almost spat out my wheat picks when I woke up. I think it was on Saturday morning, and I saw... A baseballer, in fairness, I'm not a big baseball man that I'd never heard of, sign a $700 million deal. US dollars. So that's over a billion Australian. Can you just take <laughs> us through it, please? Shohei Otani. Yeah. So, Tom, you're aware of cricket. Imagine, <laughs> I know the sport. Imagine, yeah. okay, so in baseball, you don't have all-rounders. You don't have, you have specializing in hitting or pitching. He is one of the best players in the league at both, and it's an extraordinary feat. So Otani is an incredible asset to have for your team, even though he's never made the playoffs because the rest of the team around him sucked. So he goes into free agency for the first time, comes over from the Japanese league six years ago, and he is open for bidding. And it turns out the LA Dodgers, who have infinite money, are able to spend $700 million over 10 years to land him. He just moves across town because he already played for the LA Angels. And it makes a lot of sense because he makes so much money anyway, and he makes them so much money in marketing that he is going to be... (laughs) A net profit, especially when you look at the actual contract he signed. Mm. Well, well, that was my question. So I read that he's only going to be paid. So it's we're going to call it a back-ended deal, shall we? <laughs> heavily, it's, so heavily back-ended. I believe to to the tune of something like six hundred and fifty million dollars back-ended at the end of it. How does the contract work? So he is getting two million dollars a year for ten years while he's actually playing for the team, and then six hundred and eighty million post-career. <laughs> Eighty. So that's the, a nice superannuation package. And well, he's going to lose money based on inflation and all that stuff. Six hundred eighty million now. It's not going to mean as much. So <laughs> the way it's back in, yeah, tell us. Yeah. So you're allowed to back end stuff very heavily in MLB, as we've just seen. And the benefit of this is that there's no salary cap in baseball, but there is a thing called the competitive balance tax. Essentially, a tax after for every dollar you spend over a certain limit, and the Dodgers always spend over the tax because they're super super wealthy. So now, instead of him counting as $70 million a year, he counts as about $46 million a year for the cap purposes. So that's $24 million they've just freed up a year to spend on more great players, <laughs> which they will do. So they are trying to build the super team of super teams to finally win a championship. They've only won one in this era, and they deserve another one. And he's going to get them one, I'm sure, because he's that damn... He can't pitch this year because his arm's a bit buggered. So why are there no all-rounders in baseball? In cricket... In baseball, in cricket, you're allowed to do it because you don't need to specialise quite as much. The, the skills are just thought to be so very different because you do it a lot less often. You, know, you have four appearances a game in baseball. You aren't 
trained to be like this and because you're at the absolute pinnacle, you know, pitchers are pitching 100 miles an hour and busting their arms because you can't do it too often. And then the hitters are so specifically trained for their abilities. So Otani just happens to have the ability to do both. And it's incredibly rare. There's a, there's a few guys who try it and they're like okay at both. And being okay at both can get you a spot on a roster. But to be what he is, he's won two MVPs and was runner-up last year. He's an incredible freak talent. And he's going to still make $50 million a year in endorsements, so he doesn't even need that extra $680 million. So he doesn't have to budget the $2 million to get him through the, the year for the next 10 years should before be right. he gets paid out. He should be okay with the with the endorsements that roll in. Oh, well, lucky him. So you said he, he's not even pitching at the moment. So hmm. really, he's not an all-rounder. He's just batting. Why, why, what's wrong with him? For one season. <laughs> so he's had, you know, understandably, you have a few injuries when you're doing both incredibly intensive things. So he won't be pitching in 2024, but he will get back out on the mound. And he's still a, 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 a very good, not a elite pitcher, but can be very, very good and then an elite batter. So even just those skills by himself could probably make him an MVP candidate. And then you throw in the pitching, and he's a thing that we haven't seen in baseball since Bay Ruth yeah. 100 years ago. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. And what's this about uh, being able to avoid some tax? Did you mention that before yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, So it's going to save them so much money yearly because of the way it ends up being back-ended. It's, honestly, they're going to afford another superstar player because of the way they've freakishly done this contract, which effectively ends up being a $460 million contract Instead of seven hundred million, that's so, US as well. Quite the deal. Yeah. So, well, is he in, in terms of marketability? Is he the number one guy now? Will he make the Dodgers money back in merch sales and all sorts of things? Yeah. So he was estimated to be worth about ten to twenty million in endorsement in marketing alone when he was playing for the Angels the last six years. So he's definitely worth a lot. The Dodgers are already one of the biggest brands in the league. It's not like the people of Japan don't already know about him. But he is one of the biggest celebrities in Japan, understandably, because he's come over and dominated MLB and Japan loves their baseball as it is. Yeah. So he gets to continue making all that money. He'll bring the Dodgers some value. They're already one of the luckiest teams in baseball because they have an incredibly lucrative local TV deal. That's yep. where the teams make all their money because they play 81 home games a year. So you can get a lot of money for TV deal, and the Dodgers have one of the best ones, so that's why they can afford to do this stuff. How would you spend seven hundred million US dollars, Coons? What would you go and buy? Uh, I would give it, it all away to charity. Oh, <laughs> what a man! <laughs> Tell you what, he wouldn't be sitting with, with me and you here, Max. That's for yeah, sure. So I, I, do you guys get paid to do this? So, is, is this sort of deal only possible for someone who's so multi-skilled? Yeah, this level. So the highest contract before this was something like four hundred million over ten years. Is that all? So <laughs> when you baseball is the most like you have your US sports where NFL players get paid a bunch, NBA mm. players get paid even more because they play more games. But baseball, one hundred and sixty-two games a year. That's why the salaries are so freakishly high. So yeah, the best players in the league can get half of what he's doing because they can be half the player because they can be elite at one thing, whereas he can be elite at two. So there's massive TV rights in sort of local. Um, teams in mm. their respective states and territories. What about internationally? Like, how much money does it bring in f from the broadcast rights overseas? Not a, not a huge amount. It's all about those games because the local commitment you have in that sport. It, it's a very local sport. P fans will not care about it in a national sense. Like you'll follow the NBA or the NFL nationally, care about the big quarterbacks. You know, you're in Miami, but you care about Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. You don't really care about other teams so much. So you're paying for a cable subscription or a satellite or whatever it may be to watch your teams 15, 20 games a month in baseball. And that's why they have so much value. Internationally, they do okay. But like the broadcast here... ESPN shows the World Series and they have a special like global broadcast for it, which is interesting. They don't show like the uh, original Fox feed. 
Yeah. Um, so they don't make a huge amount from that. It's all about those local deals. How's baseball, broadly speaking, how is baseball going in the US? Because I've seen some reports here and there that it's not as widely popular as it once was. Yeah. It's trending down, but it, it's quite an sort of older person sport. It's all about tradition and steeped in all of that. Yeah. You don't get a huge amount of young people excitement, but things like Otani and his incredible abilities are bringing people back. And what brings people back is special freak feats. So Aaron Judge, who plays for the Yankees, he had a home run chase a couple of years ago where he was going for the record, mm. uh, the, the, the non-steroid-influenced home run record, and that was a huge deal. So it's that sort of stuff that brings people back. But uh, they lost a lot of fans in the steroid era in the late 90s, early 2000s. People fell out of love with the sport and realized, hey, these inflated numbers, and look at Barry Bonds, he's clearly not completely natural. Yep. Uh, so they've been trying to grab people back, but they still rate pretty well. And because there's so many games, they still rate better than like the NBA. The NBA, in the consciousness, feels like a hot sport, but it doesn't rate as well at uh, many times. Mm. Wow, it's, it's, it's incredible, really, that the amount of... So it's trending downwards, and he's still going to get paid yeah. that amount of money. If uh, he doesn't... So when did you say the Dodgers last won the World Series? 2020, I think the COVID year they won it. Oh, so there hasn't been a, a drought for that long. If he doesn't win one in his time, is that seen as a huge failure? Yeah, it's like the Buddy Sydney conversation all over again. Uh, Good call. In a sense, yes, because they have freed up so much money with the way they've done this contract. And the Dodgers are this really weird situation where they've been a dominant regular season team. Like you play 162 games, they're winning over 100 a year. It's fantastic. But even the best teams lose one in every three baseball games. And when you get to the playoffs, which they've expanded in recent years, freakish stuff happens. And all the time, teams that sneak into the playoffs make the World Series. The Diamondbacks did it this year. They were a a bang-on average team through the world, through the regular season made the World Series had a chance to win the title because baseball short series are so unpredictable. So the Dodgers have lost out in a few times where they probably should have won the World Series. So then now they definitely, absolutely should once they continue to sign all these players. All right, let's move to the National Basketball Association. Ben Simmons is a polarising figure mm. here and in America, it seems. Uh, Stephen A. Smith had some fairly harsh comments about Ben. Let's have a listen to those and I want to get your thoughts on it. I'm completely disgusted with him. I am completely disgusted with Ben Simmons and I think we all should be. I don't care at this point that he's injured. And the reason why is because too much time went by when you were not injured when you were not playing. But you certainly made sure that your check was in your bank account every single month. We understand that mental health is a huge issue. It's serious. It's not something to be diminished or maligned in any way. But you know something? You think about your money. Every time you turned around, he thought about his money. And I'm a fan of Ben Simmons. I like him genuinely as a person. But I can't even measure the level of disappointment I have towards him. I watched this man blossom into a star and an all-star caliber player in this league for years. As a youngster in this league, at 6'9", will his ball handling and passing and playmaking skills, along with his defensive prowess, even with the inability to shoot shots from the perimeter, he was still considered an elite player in this game. And somehow, some way, he let the noise get to him in a way that prevented him from playing the, and playing the game. He actually treated basketball as if you were asking him to be on the front lines of a war or something. It made no sense whatsoever. It's about as savage as it gets <laughs> in commentary. That, that's harsh. It's as harsh as can be. Is that the general consensus and feeling among uh, you know Ben Simmons haters at the moment and, uh, I suppose, in general, basketball fans? I think he's saying the quiet part loud, isn't he? Like a lot of people oh. think that sort of thing about Simmons and you, know, you want to be sympathetic because of the mental health stuff especially and you can understand how difficult 
life is when you are playing in one of the biggest cities in the world for a team that wants to win a title and you're having all of these issues. Look, he's lost the trust of a lot of fans because of how he behaved on his way out of the sixes, understandably so. So I think that's the problem this time. He's got a back issue and he's been getting injections, thinking of nepidural actually, to deal with the pain Did he really? that he's been worrying with. And, you know, so clearly there's something serious going on, but because people keep seeing him have a seemingly smaller injury that takes him out for a long period of time, you lose trust, you lose belief in what he's actually doing. So I can understand why you question it. The team is going to stand by him because they have to and because they've paid the money for him, but it's a difficult situation that he really can't win unless he just gets on the court and plays again and again and again and plays like he should do at the top of his game. Crystal ball for me. Where do you think he'll be in three years? Oof. Good question, Coons. I'll give you one for that. He's got enough talent that someone has to take a shot at him, right? Like, yep. he, he stays in the league. I don't know the exacts of his contract and how long he's with the Nets. I think he's still around there, but he's just never getting back to that sort of all-star level that he was. Even if he's, even if he's still playing, you know, the, the game, it doesn't go, quite go past him, but he just doesn't have the shot. He just can't contribute in the way you absolutely want him to with his excellent defense, which is still there when he's playing. So it's just whether they still believe in his talent. What about the Boomers? Do they believe in his talent? Well, they want him to play. They, and they, you know, every, every cycle we're going to talk about this, Brian Gorgeous is going to get on and say, oh, you know, I've been tw- chatting to him and it's going to yeah, be fine. Yeah. And we'll talk to him. And they've got, you know, they've got to talk about Josh Giddy as well and all of these guys now to get together. Yeah. I think if he shows the level of commitment to play for that team, they will let him do it. But it's going to be hard when he's not getting a lot of basketball under his belt now as well. So Paris is only seven, eight months away. Max, I'm looking through Michael Jordan's Wikipedia page and I'm noting that uh, by the time he was 39, he was playing for the Washington Wizards. Not at his best, still playing in the sure. NBA. But by the time LeBron James is 39, 39 now, he's won a tournament MVP. How astonished are you at the way LeBron James is playing at almost the age of 40? 21st season. It's crazy, isn't it? He came into the tournament clearly wanting to add to his legacy. We talked about that the last couple of weeks. And he does that. The Lakers beat the Pacers in the tournament final in Las Vegas. So, you know, it was a, still a cool spectacle. In the neutral game for the tournament final I didn't love, didn't really bring the atmosphere as much, but he's just an incredible freak talent and he's still bringing the Lakers to a level of contending because his floor is just so, so high. And when Anthony Davis plays well alongside him, they're still a top-tier team in the West who can win a title, which I'm sure he'd love to go out on, although he wants to stick around till his son, Bronny, plays with him. <laughs> How far away is that? Well, Bronny just got back in college basketball. He had his heart problems a few months back and he's finally got back to play for USC. So I think he's still a draft or two away. So he's playing into his 40s if that happens. Does so anyone play into their 40s in the NBA? No. 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 I mean, like, if you're just a shooter, maybe you could, but not in the way LeBron plays. Mm. So that would be very freakish if he did. But, you know, you can't put anything past him at this point. Is he is he purely driven as in uh, just to be legacy hunting at the moment? Like, is he? Do you think there's a level of sort of paranoia that he, he still thinks that people um, judge him less than Michael Jordan? He just wants to be seen to be the best of all time. Is that what's driving him? Do you think? I think it has to be part of it because I think ever since the decision when he goes to the Heat everyone's just, a lot of people turned on him, right? They loved the story of bringing the childhood team to relevance with the Cavaliers, but he goes to the Heat and then everyone's like, okay, you just care about winning titles. But once he's moved around, he's gone back and run it with the Cavs and does everything that he does, you, you appreciate him more and more. And when you're getting to this point in your career, when you're playing this deep, you can appreciate someone like they're retired while they're still playing. And so they sort of get into that point with him. And yeah, I think he wants to win at, wants to win at least one more title. 
and it has to be for he's not going to catch Jordan on rings, no. but he, you know longevity means something when you're building a case for the absolute greatest, and he's in that conversation now already. Is there any guarantee his son is going to play with him in the same franchise? And is he, is there any guarantee that his son's going to get drafted? No and no. I think the, the best case scenario is actually that his son isn't a great prospect because then they could draft him with like the last pick in the draft. Right, okay. Or, he, or he's undrafted and becomes a free agent, you know. If he's actually a, you know, a reasonable prospect, the Lakers aren't going to reach for him midway through or first round when he deserves to go at the end or something like that. So it's all up to the draft at that point. So, you know, maybe a chance. Maybe. So the Lakers, uh, what are they, sitting fifth in the West at the moment? Anthony Davis is in really good form. Yep. LeBron is still playing well. Do you think this is a shot in the arm for them to try and have a crack at winning the title this year? It's definitely a chance, isn't it? The West is really open because of the teams that are at the top with the Wolves and the Thunder. So they have to be in the mix. And then just, just once you get into the playoffs, who's injured, who's losing players, you're in, you're in the mix. And he has the experience at that point of the season where you wouldn't trust him to uh, fall apart. They had a pretty competitive sweep in the playoffs last year from memory, so it's got to be a chance. Are you writing a piece tomorrow on the Cowboys? Are they finally going to live up to expectations, Maxie? They're building something. Dak Prescott, the quarterback's an MVP chance, and they've had three decades of basically failure, the Cowboys. They're the biggest team in the land. They bring TV ratings wherever they go, but they always flop in the playoffs. They always have some sort of disaster, whether it's time management, punting at the wrong time, whatever it may be. So... They're good enough right now that they could win the NFC and get to the Super Bowl. And once you're there, whoever knows. So I've written something on foxsports.com.au. You want yep, to read that? I will read that. On uh, Wednesday morning. It's an interesting time for them. They're certainly contending. Uh, Chiefs Bills, a little bit of controversy there. Pat Mahomes uh, wasn't very happy, it's fair to say, post-game. What did you make of all that? Well, I understand why he's upset. It's an important game to lose. But he was in the wrong. So you have... The player, the receiver, is just over the line of scrimmage in the infraction zone. You can't be standing where he was standing at the start of a play. They it's have a this, fault. They, exactly. They have this incredible <laughs> play, score this touchdown on a lateral from Kelsey. It's remarkable stuff, but then he was over the line. They call it back, and the Chiefs end up losing the game. And his receivers have been letting him down all season. I wonder if that frustration has got into, gotten into him as well. Uh, they've had the most drops of any team, oh, yeah. any team's receiving core, so they do not have the talent around him like they used to with Tyree Kill and the guys. So... A lot of that frustration, but, you know, at some point you expect him to carry them to win these games, and he hasn't been the last few weeks. There was uh, criticism of, of Tyreek Hill's move when, yeah. it, when it went down. Uh, uh, he, he's definitely silenced the doubters, hasn't he? He's an MVP chance. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's still on track for exactly 2,000 yards, but he was in the mix, and no one's ever done that as a receiver. He has the extra game over Calvin Johnson, who has the record, but... Yeah, he's been a freakishly good talent with the Dolphins. Their offense, it's not quite at the Niners level, but when it's all firing, it's unstoppable. So, yeah, Tyreek, you thought he was really good at certain things and an incredibly quick player and all of that stuff, but he's turned out to be an all-round superstar with the Dolphins. It's been really incredible to see. Who wins then? Who you got it down to? I'm sticking with Ravens 49ers for now. I still okay. believe in those teams. And yeah. The 49ers offense is incredible, so I we'll like see where you're at all. next week. Exactly. Maxi, we'll talk to you uh, next Tuesday. Before I do, you're writing this piece for tomorrow. Mm. What does your writing look like across the week? Do you, are you sort of varying between different sports or are you mostly US sports at the moment? I'm covering all a bunch of stuff. Whatever pops up, you know, yep. it's what we need uh, What we need to do. So a bit of cricket, big bash going on, obviously. Yep. Exciting for uh, on Fox and uh, plenty of cricket stuff to look ahead, including the test on Thursday. Yes. What is your favourite sport, Max? Ooh, can you rank them, actually? Yeah, top, give us your top five. Give Pro, us Maxi's top five. Pro wrestling a sport. Does that count? 
Uh, it's a fake sport. <laughs> yeah. Can you give us a little pro wrestling update? Uh, what's, what's going on in pro wrestling? Yeah, I've got no idea, obviously. Ever since Rikishi yeah. and William oh, Regal retired. How's Logan Paul going? He's coming to Perth in February. It's going to be at Optus Stadium. What are the Hardy brothers up to these days? They're in the uh, competitor, AEW. You They're know, still going? Getting a bit of a run, yeah, wow. a little bit. That one SmackDown when I used to watch oh, in 2001. Peak season. So give, it, yeah, give us a, a, a top-level update if you have one. I, I really do like the NFL. Following it off the field and on the field, it's really enjoyable. Every game means so much. I did love baseball for that, a little bit of love with it, but yep. you know, it's just so much stat stuff, and I'm a nerd who loves all that. <laughs> uh, footy, obviously, and you know, it, it balances based on the season as well. You like tennis as well, don't you? Yes, especially for that two weeks of the Australian Open season. You it's enjoy a, this an intense time, but uh, it's good fun. Uh, we asked the question last week, oh, Coons had his top five most, I think, polarising Australian sports people, and he didn't have um, Nick Kyrgios in there, but he had Bernard Tomic in there. Right. Do you think Nick Kyrgios is polarising? And if so, what side of the ledger do you sit on? He's definitely polarising. It's changed a little bit after when he won the doubles title with Kokonakis a couple of years ago at the Oz Open. People enjoyed that and the run to the Wimbledon final. Uh, I don't know that I take a side. I can appreciate that he is just not an individual sports athlete. He wants to be a team sports athlete who has to, to play an individual sport because he's freakishly good at tennis. Yeah. So he's almost just stuck in the wrong body. So, so it, you're a fan of him or not? I, en I enjoy what he brings to the sport. I wish he would deliver on what he possibly could deliver on, but that ship sort of sailed. Yeah, it has sort of sailed now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, th I don't know if his injuries mean he doesn't get back, but it's going to be a struggle. Max, really? And will you, sorry, yeah. just before we let you yeah. go, will you be subscribing to Nick's OnlyFans, Max? I don't know what that website is, Adam. <laughs> That's what I said last week. Hopefully yeah, some, someone can enlighten mystery. me. Hey, Max, really appreciate your time. Foxsports.com.au lead and doing a fantastic job there, as you have done for a number of years, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Pleasure.